is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network, 5 o'clock hour. I hope everybody's having a good commute home. Scotty, nice enough to sit in for Jake. Hey, happy to do it. You and I haven't done a show in a long time. It's good to be... It's a uh, lot of fun. Thanks for doing it. Good to get the band back together a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, the more I had somebody somebody tweet at, at me and said, somebody who does the oral history on sports radio in Utah, that would be a must listen. We, we might need to put something together. Some kind of weird extended podcast on the history of sports radio in this state. There's all kinds of stories to tell. And we, and you know, if we were going to do that, Scotty, I think we'd be pretty open about telling the behind the behind the scenes stuff too. Could we do that? Uh, people may not know this, but um, I don't know if you guys are okay with me saying this, but um, twelve eighty wouldn't exist if not for a morning show on B ninety eight point seven. Am I right on that? Uh, you mean regarding the the helicopter thing, or is this no the now? the that uh, that they needed money, and so they... Uh, yeah, the first time was a helicopter for uh, traffic reports. Oh, I did. I've never, I haven't heard about the helicopter. Yeah, that, was, that had to do with when DJ and I were doing a show together. The second one was, yeah, what you said, because Bowler and I were doing a show, and, uh, I mean, we were doing it. They were paying us, but it was... We were essentially split the paycheck. It was between. peanuts, yeah. It was to do it just to have fun. And, uh, and yeah, we, so we uh, one day they came to us. And they kept sell, telling us, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll get your money to you. We'll get your money yeah. to you. You know, Paul and I, okay, okay, okay. And then one day they came to us and said, guess what? We don't have any money at all. <laughs> and, and Bowler, we were scheduled to do a show that day. Yeah. And Bowler said, let's not do it. And I don't think Bowler would mind me saying that. And I said, come on, Bowler, we better do it. So we did it, but the show was filled with all kinds of innuendo. Oh, I'm sure. Going on. I'm sure. And so then, so Bowler and I were, were invited out. And I thought to myself, how stupid are these people? You know, because they just sort of offed two people that might have some connections elsewhere, you know? And then, yeah. So then we made a call to another radio outfit, and they said, be here tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. And Bowler and I showed up, and they said, uh, not only do we want you to have a show on, our, on one of our stations, we want to give you guys a station. Yeah. And they and ended up giving us two stations. Here's 1280. You know, here's the thing about this, and all you business folks out there, they were trying to save money at the original place. And we ended up, Bowler and I, because and others, Ian Furness, because we created another station, we ended up costing them oh, millions yeah. of dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes it's worth – I think about this when it comes to advertising, Scotty. There are certain people who come to me and say, hey, I'd like to advertise on your station. And I say to them, I said, do it. Because all the people that I know of who advertise on our station, it, it – it, it works for them. And, yeah, you throw in a few bucks, but you end up getting two and three times that much back. And uh, 
you know, so I don't know. That's sometimes when you cheap out, you uh, you end up costing yourself more. Yeah, I uh, I was up in Logan at the time, and I remember just because I I couldn't get you guys were at the old thirteen twenty, mm-hmm. and that signal wouldn't get up there, but twelve eighty would. Oh, really? And so eh, not great, but mm-hmm. you could get it. And I remember you two and Ian Furness and and building building that thing from the ground up and thinking this is this is really cool. So how did you get connected? Uh, down here. Yeah. So I. Um, I had ran into that program director that made that. Well, I don't think it was really his decision. I think it was way above him because okay. they needed a. They were starting a new morning show uh-huh. on an AC station, and they needed your money to hire these two people. <laughs> okay. And uh, but anyway, he said, "Come down, and I've got some." Because I had applied everywhere. I was done with college, and uh, I was working in radio up in Logan, and so I just blanketed the market with with uh, resumes. And he said, come down. I've got some part-time work. Eric Ray, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. E. Ray. Uh, e. Ray said, yeah, he was the one that hired me. And so I just produced Bees games on the weekend. This would have been 2001. So I'd come down on the weekends, um, stay with my wife's parents' place, and then go back up and work my day job up in Logan. And then in 2003, they had, a, they had an opening um, full-time, came down. Uh, worked from 03 to 04, and then Ryan Hatch hired me at the at 1280. And uh, in fact, it was the end of it was the first time I was ever on the air. Myself and uh, Jason Cheney, who's floating around on BYU TV mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. it was his last day, and it was my first day. And we did the Utah pre and post for the Liberty Bowl in Urban Meyer's first year. <laughs> okay, against Southern Miss. So there might have been some interest in that game. Yeah, a little bit. And then, obviously, next year, all heck broke loose for Utah. But there you go. Fun stuff, man. Well, I'll tell you right now, Scotty, and I. Uh, this is no BS on my part. That was one of the smartest moves uh, Ryan ever made. <laughs> uh, and really, it was. I mean, sometimes you, you make good hires. Sometimes you make hires that are somewhat mediocre. But that was... That was a uh, bellwether day for uh, for our station. That was so. that was fun. Those were some fun days. None it was of us pirate were, radio a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And and those days, none of us were making any money. And and uh, and it was. I mean, but we we had a lot of fun. Alema, Pace Mannion coming along with you and Bowler and DJ and PK. I remember inviting Danny Vrains to come on the air with Bowler and me. Yes. And uh, Pace just tagged along. He just showed up. And Pace is there. And Pace had a passion for it. And he was good at it. And so he, he stuck around a while. And, uh, yeah, that was – man, I could, I could tell some stories right now that would get me in big trouble. But I think if we – With Pace? Not just with everybody. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I yeah. sort of know the dirt on everything that happened. I was a little more plugged in back then. Now it's a little more organized. And, you know, Scotty, you run the thing. Austin, but, you think we're unorganized now. Oh. You should go back then. Oh, yeah. We were doing shows around Grandma's dining room table back in the day. But uh, anyway. Uh, Not it, wrong. It was, it was wild. And we, we had all kinds of adventures and but if we ever do what you're saying do a show on this we'll have to make a rule beforehand that okay uh we're doing this and we're going to be honest about it and we're going to tell all the stories 
There might be a couple that are absolutely off limits, but most of the stories we can tell, but it might be embarrassing for all of us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we're all going to have to be prepared to be embarrassed there. <laughs> all right, let's get to what's going on right here on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Uh, let's start, shall we, with uh, DJ and PK uh, from earlier this morning. Getting ready for the excitement, the anxiety, all ramping up towards the start of a college football season. Six days to the first college, no, five days to the first college football games. Southern, no. Southern Utah will be playing uh, at San Jose on the Week Zero Saturday games. That is correct. Ten days to the Ute opener with Weber State and 12 days to BYU's opener. But suddenly, the season finale is in the news. We're taking them 12 games at a time, PK. Why? Well, that's Mel Kuyper said to. That's clearly the biggest game on BYU's schedule. <laughs> I see what you did there. Now that the rivalry games, you know. Well, I asked him rivalries. about that, and he said, well, yeah, you're talking about the out-of-state game? Yeah. So, this is a huge game. I mean, it's a, the most prominent program on their schedule. Obviously, man. Mel Kuyper. Draft guru. Oh, Mel, he's just an NFL college guy. Mel Kuyper says USC will clobber BYU. Why so disrespectful for a team coming off such a great season? Yeah. He just looked at them and basically said they so poo-poo. Old school right there. Uh, That quote's a couple years old. Last time the game was played. Uttered by the Ravens backup quarterback. Well, for now. We never gonna lose it, don't they? They so poo-poo. <laughs> y'all, can tweet, y'all can tweet that. <laughs> y'all can tweet that. <laughs> I love Tyler Huntley. <laughs> I just thought he was just a great success story. Kid coming out of his element all the way across the country. Stays here. Graduates. Plays well. Wins. Yeah, what a story, man. I think they should hold that up as they go out and recruit around the country, particularly far-flung places. Look what you can do here. Look what he did. This is a great story, you know. And he he got in trouble. He dropped that F-bomb again in Oregon. It's bleeping embarrassing. Oregon State, we lost. That's embarrassing. Yeah, excuse my language, but... Okay, guys, thanks. Okay, guys, thanks. Bye. I got that. Covering the team on the road that only you can get on the road, as DJ would say, that uh, sitting there in that situation, that was his sophomore year. They went up to Eugene and got slaughtered, and they had lost four straight, as he said, and it was embarrassing. And it was embarrassing. He lost it for a moment. And I asked him, like, in a week or two, I said, hey, man, did did anybody uh, get, get with you, anybody from the school? Yeah, I had three talks. <laughs> you know, and he came, he wasn't the greatest interview. He became a little reluctant. There's one time um, in this very building, there was uh, some event. I mean, it may have been that April uh, with the state of the sport thing. And he had a young lady with him and came up to me, and she was interested in getting into media, television, and all that. And he was there, and he looked so sharp. He looked like a million bucks. And he was asking me, and she was there, you know, how, what, what, what do you think? Uh, how, what should I be concentrating on as I was getting ready to, to, to move past the elective stuff and into my major? And I was just so impressed with him. And it was away from, you know, 
football interview type. It yeah. was conversation. And I just enjoyed it. And it wasn't very long, but he came up to me in the building there and we were talking about it. And the young lady he had was very nice and lovely. And I don't know whatever happened, but I really root for a kid like Tyler Huntley to get out of his element down there in South Florida, come all the way over here and succeed and exceed, succeed extremely high. And then they go on undrafted and make the NFL. I'm a huge fan of Tyler Huntley's. And that's part of the rivalry. They so poo-poo. I mean, I don't know what that means. but uh, <laughs> I think know. we know what it means. I, I don't. I've never heard that expression. I know. Uh, uh, and they'll never lose to them. Uh, it puts the onus on the uh, Utes to carry that out. He was with Monson the other night. And he says, do you, do you think that they'll ever beat Utah again? I said, yeah. Of course they will. There you go. What's going on? DJ and PK right here on the Zone Sports Network. Um, you know, they were talking about Tyler Huntley there. I remember the first time I talked with him when he showed up on campus as a freshman, and he immediately said, oh, yeah, man, we're going to win a national championship. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Remember that, Austin? <laughs> he was going, we're going to be the talk of, of uh, Sports Center." Just on it. And I thought, wow, I like this kid a lot. And then I think the folks over there got a hold of him <laughs> and told him, hey, uh, you might want to tamp that down a little bit you know do you remember a bonagihi yes um i remember before this was 2004 before the byu utah game and utah had a roll in and byu was still struggling under gary croton and um but uh it was uh, it was one of those monday press conferences and i was doing a one-on-one and i and it was i wasn't trolling or anything i was just like what do you feel about this rivalry you know what are your anticipation he's like Man, we are going to, and you could tell he was ready to go. And Urban was just kind of floating around the room. And Urban walks up to him and just puts his hand on his shoulder. He's like, yeah, we're looking forward. We're going to go out there. And we're we're anticipating a good game between two good teams and uh, should be a lot of fun. Like, as soon as Urban put his hand on his shoulder, he's like, totally turned and like, nope. Boss man doesn't want me to say anything, so yep. i got to keep my mouth shut. And he was the boss man. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, Scotty, over the course of my career, which is going on like 60 years now, uh, of interviewing athletes. Not really. I'm exaggerating there a little bit. <laughs> but I have seen a huge change in the way these athletes talk. Oh, yeah. And, you know, on the one hand, having had kids that age and you've got kids that age, you can understand why you might want to be a little careful about what you say. But in some respects, I think they've taken it too far. They've conditioned these guys to the point where it's difficult for them really to be themselves. And that I think we lose out on a little of their flavor. And I'm not talking about being saying things like you were going to kill your rival or anything that's going to be inflammatory, but they, they get nervous about being who they really are. And that who they really are is usually pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And that's yeah. the stuff you want to know. You want to. You want to learn about that well, stuff. Well, fans love that stuff. Yeah. They love it. When they're watching on Saturday and they can see a player who makes a play on the field and they go, oh, yeah, you know, I heard his story about this, that, or the other. It, it connects them in a, in a useful way. All right. Uh, coming up next, you uh, practice starting to wrap up at the University of Utah. We might get an update from Utah camp. It's all straight ahead right here on the Zone Sports Network. This is DJ and PK. 
We're joined now by Dick Harmon, sports columnist for the Deseret News. Some talk about Kalani and being extended and not being extended and, you know, how long they're going to let it play out. How do you view this situation? You have Mark Pope being backed by the owner of the Utah Jazz, a person that's put up money for him at Utah Valley and at BYU. Now you've got Kalani coming in with the guy with Bill Bar, and it's his buddy, and he's got a pocketbook that's pretty deep. So Kalani now has his guy in his corner, and he's got leverage now because of what's happened with his friend and his connection. In talking to those who are very close to Kalani is that he's approaching this with humility. He's saying, I haven't done anything yet. I've got to do something. I think that's where Kalani's coming from, is that he wants to prove even more and then come in with his money back and say, okay, let's get it done. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey, guys, the big show here for our friends at Trajan Wealth. That's T-R-A-J-A-N Wealth. You can check them out online, TrajanWealth.com. But, Gordon, when it comes to financial matters, you need somebody you trust. You need somebody that's going to have your best interest at heart because these are some of the most important things that you deal with. I talk to too many people who have who have not done that, Jake. And uh, when you get along in years, uh, you look back and say, man, I should have done something back when it would have been more fortuitous for me to do so. And you don't want to find yourself in that situation. You, I don't care. And if you're 20, you're 30, you're 40, you're 50, whatever your age is, you can benefit from, from getting a good plan in place and, uh, and then seeing it come to fruition. Whether you're closer to retirement, as Gordon is saying, whether you're a middle-aged guy like myself or somebody who's just starting out in life, there is a, it's never too soon. And Protect what you've worked so hard to attain. Get your finances in order. Uh, the good folks at Trajan Wealth combine decades of experience and use the most advanced technology. They can help you develop a plan that gives you peace of mind. And when they say you, they mean you, a customized experience for you. You, you, and you, and you, and you, and you, everybody. <laughs> all right, so check them out. Find out what they're all about. Of course, you can go online, uh, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. You can call them, 801-899-7600. They'd be happy to talk to you. 801-899-7600. Advisory services through Trajan Wealth LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Estate planning services through Trajan Estate. That's TrajanWealth.com or 801 801- one 7600 Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's Cougars at 30 update right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Camp is wrapped up for BYU. Now they make their preparations for Arizona in Las Vegas. Kalani Sataki asked about what he's most concerned about right now going into that first game. Every head coach has concerns. <laughs> so uh, how much time do you have? There's always concerns, but the one thing that I'm really, um, I feel a lot of comfort with is, is our coaching staff and the type of players that we have in this program. And so as a head coach, you're, you're, you kind of make your own trouble sometimes. Like, well, things are going good, a little too good. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're always battling that situation where we've got to create, find, to find ways to make things ugly. And then players need to work with the coaches do as well. And we're going to take it every advantage of the next two weeks to get ready for this game. This update brought to you by Davis Vision. Their summer LASIK sale continues on. Save $1,000 off. All you have to do is call 801-253-3080. They'll set you up for a free consultation. 
And if you want to proceed, $1,000 off. Again, call 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision Center. This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson, presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire, every day. With no credit needed, financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Could be hearing from Solomon Enos here in a moment. Get his thoughts on the quarterback situation at the University of Utah. Charlie Brewer named the starter. Until we hear from him, Gordon, let's... uh, Let's get back to what's going on. You heard from DJ and PK. Hans and I earlier in the day uh, broke down the Charlie Brewer's uh, Charlie Brewer news on the new quarterback at the University of Utah. I know that there's a, a lot of different rumblings and there's been a lot of different news uh, about starting quarterbacks. I know some news is just now breaking. Um, but if you were listening to Scotty and I all through camp, there is no breaking news. It's just the same old news that we've been talking about. So, Scott, I've got, it's just been it's been funny, man. It's always funny to like watch things play out and hear people uh, write about it or talk about it, and it's like when you know and people are so far off, and you're just scratching your head, like, "What? I don't even know where they're what what's happening with their information, whether it's BYU and their their game or it's." Utah in their game, it's just, and, and their depth chart, it's just funny. Yeah. We all knew it was going to be Charlie Brewer. And you may have heard people say, oh, it's closer than you think. And, and, and Cam Rising through, you know, put a heck of a battle up there. But it was always going to be Charlie Brewer. And if you listen to this show, you knew it was always going to be Charlie Brewer. Well, it never wavered. I always talked about it being a close race. I always talked about, you know, Cam Rising is... He won a quarterback job there once, but you saw the quarterback he won the job over. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Brewer is much better. And there was a nice battle, but at no point, and this should be more reassuring to Utah fans than anything, at no point did Cam Rising actually take that job back from Charlie Brewer. No, no. It's been Charlie Brewer, and he's kept a nice arm's length, and he's become a good leader, and he's been a good performer. And Frankly, at no point was it ever even. Not that I know of. No, not that I know of. Now, he might have had a bad practice, and maybe Cam Rising had a really good practice, and maybe there was some type of close competition. But, Scotty, every time, every time I – heard anything or got to watch anything or see anything it was always charlie brewer performing well yeah so i'm hoping that there is a nice level of connectivity between he and andy ludwig because i know that this utah staff is really excited about some of the things that they've got weapon wise offensively and you know, we're going to watch the running back surface. They're going to they're going to play they're going to play a couple different guys, a few different reps and they've got some ideas of what running backs are going to jump off the page to them.
but if they can get that consistency from Charlie, they know that they've got a good offensive line. Offensive line's been solid, been very steady, but you know, you've noticed there hasn't been a lot of talk coming out of camp about the offensive line. But you know, I've been talking a lot about Bam Olesini, the Juco transfer that his first start or his first time on the field, I think it was against Washington. Washington, yeah. In 2019. Yeah, and it wasn't pretty. And it just wasn't real pretty. Well, Bam has got himself in good shape, and he's been competing and putting the pressure on Simi. And you've got a really good, you know, really good healthy competition, and you got about a seven deep at Utah's offensive line right now. So they're feeling really good about that. And at no point was it really in question that Charlie Brewer was going to be the quarterback at Utah. But there, everybody needs to remember why universities are doing what they're doing now. It's, it's about the same as it's always been. It's always been obvious inside a program. You hear me talking about this, Scotty. It's always been obvious inside of a program. Players know. Coaches know. <laughs> yeah, the custodian knows. Yes. They know. But the problem is the transfer portal has become such a knee-jerk, quick decision, especially for quarterbacks, that right now teams are having to be political. They're having to play the political game to keep – other quarterbacks, other receivers, other running backs ha- happy. Regardless if you know it or not, if you think you're in the fight, you're going to stick around and continue to fight. And then once the season starts, it's kind of like, okay, keep our fingers crossed that this guy stays engaged because everybody knows you're going to need two quarterbacks. But what's weird to me, Scotty, is it that conversation no longer lasts. That it just doesn't last anymore. If I come to you, you're a quarterback. You're the backup quarterback at Utah State. And I come to you and I say, hey, look, you're one injury away. Yeah. And you're on the field. And in your mind, you're like, no, I need to be on the field now. And it's a little bit of a pride thing, too, where you know that you're an injury away. You know that one hit and you're out there and that's your team and you get to take over that team. You know that. But the fact is. These are your your guys. You've been to battle with them, and you and everybody knows that you didn't finish first. And it's a huge slap in the face because these are alphas. They're all competitors. And I think some of these guys have a hard time walking back into that locker room knowing that they finished second in a race. And they're like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I don't want to face these guys anymore knowing that I didn't earn this battle. I didn't win this battle. I want to go somewhere else. And if you can swallow that pride and think big picture and realize that you are, you you know, if the guy goes out, he doesn't play well. If he gets hurt, you're going to get right back in there and you'll have a chance to earn that back. That's where the eyes of a, you know, we're in our 30s, 40s, anywhere around there. So we, can, we can look at it in that regard. But an 18, 19, 20-year-old has a hard time realizing because everywhere he's ever played, he's always been the big dog. And for once, he finished second in a position battle, and now he has to hold a clipboard, and he doesn't like it. And I totally understand why they're like, you know what? Screw it. I'm out. Yep. I don't want to deal with this. I'm embarrassed. Uh, my pride's hurt, and I'm not used to dealing with that, and I don't want to be a part of it anymore. There you go. Hans and I breaking down the quarterback situation in case you're just clicking on on your way home from work. And according to a tweet, apologies to everybody in Utah County because apparently it's a parking lot on I-15 right now. Is it? Um, Charlie Brewer 
is your starting quarterback at the University of Utah. Kyle Whittingham apparently did not confirm that at practice today and said, well, for all of you guessing out there, you got a 50-50 chance of getting it right. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm going to respond off something Hans said there. And he said that uh, this isn't really breaking news because uh, Scott, uh, Hans has known this for a long time. Look, we all we all pretty were pretty sure that this was the way it was going to go. But when you're reporting something and you're reporting it as a news story, you got to be damn sure. Yeah. And and so what I would say to Hans, I love Hans, love him. But if you knew enough, then why didn't you report it? Well, I think we all kind of felt like that was the indication it was right. going to go. But when it is a matter of record. And then there's also, you know, there's also, I mean, I think a lot of us have to walk a certain line based on the people we talk to. Um, you have a lot of connections. Hans has a lot of connections. I've got a few. And when you know something's happening, but you don't want to burn a source, mm-hmm. you can allude to it. And you can say, okay, look, this is what I think's going down. This is, but you, you don't want to burn people that are telling you certain things, or you don't want to, uh, you don't, you know, you want to be careful about keeping the pipeline of information going because you say, like, yeah, I, this is happening, and that guy's like, I'm not telling you another thing ever again, ever. So, um, I, I think, but to have the to have the 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 balls to put it in a news story, that's taking it to another level. And look, Scotty, we all know stuff that if we told everything we knew, we could burn this place down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We could. BYU, Utah, Utah State, others. But, uh, and I understand that. But I want to give credit to Josh for, for finding the information and having it confirmed by people that he could report it, yeah. not as an opinion, but as as a news story. So I, I just wanted to make that clear. And that's Joss's job too, right? You know, I I don't think he's we're, the beat writer. He, yeah, and I and 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 for sure, props to him. And and that's the thing, you know, we're there's a certain element of like Josh has a story, put his name to it, put sources, said it. But I think we all kind of anticipated it was heading that direction. Yes. And, I mean, I don't doubt that people knew it. Yeah. But nobody went on the record as knowing it, yeah. and that's a that's a, that's a that's a leap of a different kind. It's funny, Scotty, because we were talking about this earlier during a break. How we remember one instance where we were fed information by somebody who was an ironclad source, yeah. and it didn't turn out to be exactly the way that ironclad source told us. And we and when you go with it. Then, then you get burned sometimes, you yeah. know. And so it does take, it does take a certain amount of whatever it is. Uh, uh, what would the word be? What would you say? Uh, there's a Yiddish word that I don't know if I can say <laughs> on the word, or if I can say it on the air. But I know what you're you know talking what I'm about. saying. Uh, to Huevos. actually, to actually. Uh, well, I said balls, so I guess huevos. Huevos. Chutzpah. Uh, yeah, you know, that's you the know. word I was thinking Chutzpah. of right there. To exactly act, to what I actually, there was that, a uh, there it, was a big monster montage on the Trevor Noah Daily Show of Ted Cruz saying, "There's an old Yiddish word, chutzpah." Is it, over is and it, over. Is it Yiddish? I I don't know. Ted Cruz says it is. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. I know. <laughs> His dad shot Kennedy. So. Anyway. <laughs> so I don't know that story. <laughs> That's. But, but anyway, the point is, 
Uh, Now it's been reported, and uh, so what a lot of people knew has now been reported. So that's that's another matter. And uh, the big show. Oh, that was almost no. That was you. You got hands in my in Uh, in my brain on that one. All right. Uh, Coming up next, uh, we continue to wrap our arms around some of the uh, news coming out of the University of Utah. Big day for Tony Finau. It's over. He is one. Congratulations to Tony. Utah's own. Picking up a huge PGA tournament title and making a whole lot of money (laughs) along the way. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. You know, Gordon, we talked to uh, Josh Newman about this earlier in the show. Was it really, really a true competition at quarterback, or was Kyle Whittingham playing some mind games here? Here's Kyle Whittingham's thoughts to that question. It was, and we're not just making stuff up and trying gamesmanship. I mean, back when Tyler Huntley and Troy Williams were battling, everyone says, "Oh, it's going to be Troy." There's no, you know, they're just posturing or whatever. It ended up being Tyler, and then we had uh, Bentley and, and Cam. It was always oh, Bentley. What do you mean? You know, why, why are they pulling all this nonsense? And it was Cam, and so it's legitimate. And we're going to, you know, we have a guy that we'll have a guy today that we are going to name, and and uh, it's been legitimately complete neck and neck competition, and both those guys have done an outstanding job. It's your Ute at 50 update right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Brought to you by Bullfrog Spas. Are you looking for work? Bullfrog Spas is hiring for a range of assembly and other positions. Come be part of a fast-growing Utah manufacturing team. Go to bullfrogspas.com. is the big show with jake scott and gordon monson presented by big o tires with the lowest price on every tire every day with no credit needed financing options available big o tires the team you trust wrapping up another edition of the show as uh next hour we'll continue to uh we'll continue to break down the landscape of college football here in the state of utah Nice recovery. In yeah, thanks. Not really. That's why he's got Wrapping to, up the hours. That's, that's, that's why he's got to use the dumb button in there. That's like two or three times he's had to do that on me today. <laughs> yeah, but you've been, you get, all, you've been on the air for 10 hours today, yeah. you know? You, so get, you, get, you get into a bit of a rut, that's for sure. There's still a few bridges you haven't burned yet today. <laughs> oh, just wait. We have, have you, next hour. Have you heard from... Uh, have you heard... <laughs> Maybe that'll be... Uh, never mind. Uh, I, how's Jenny? Uh, I haven't heard anything since the tweets, so we'll see. All right. Okay, so let me ask you this, because a lot of our listeners can relate to this at one level or another. Uh, when you and Jenny, two very smart, uh, strong-willed people, have a uh, a disagreement, because you know that's going to happen. I mean, it's yeah. a, if, if you always agree with each other, what happens when you're wrong? Right, you got to have some sort of governor on you. Absolutely. How? What? I mean, are you are you the strong, silent type? Do you pout? Do Um, you? you... I don't know. Like, that's a good question. Like, I I I will be the first to admit I don't handle arguments well. What happened in terms of? uh, Just like I I I don't like to do it. So then I'll just be like, all right, we're we're good here. You know, fine, whatever. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's a really done. ugly passive aggressive way to ah, handle things. And yeah. and and I'm I'm working on that. I'm not great in that because I'll just like all right, I just don't even want to talk about it anymore. So let's just move on. And that's obviously not wise and not healthy. So you kick way the to, can down the road a little bit, yeah, yeah. And so I got to be uh, I got to be a little bit better at that. This is uh, this is. You know, it, look, we just all got to be better. You can be married for decades and still not be good at stuff. Well, after 23 years, Scotty, you, you know. You By the way, Jenny just tweeted, I'm fine. Thanks, Gordon. Thank you for asking. Asking is very kind of you. I love Jenny. <laughs> I, I, Scotty, you need someone like Jenny. And, and all of our listeners out there, the, those of you who have a partner or whatever your status is, uh, do you, you, you know, it's okay. It's okay I'd to we, feel differently about something. You okay, know? all right, but let's go. This isn't an argument. It's me saying something stupid, realizing immediately that I said something <laughs> stupid. Did, you did, and tried to clarify it immediately. Yeah, but you already said. I mean, who said? Who is it? Who said the? There are some things that you can't retrieve. One is the, the, uh, the flying arrow, and the other is the spoken word. Yeah, once it's out, it's <laughs> that was out. Urban Meyer actually. <laughs> <laughs> The great philosopher Urban Meyer once said. It might have been Dennis Rodman. I don't know. Anyway. But so, then he blamed it on Shelley. So, so did, uh, oh, did you? Uh, okay. So yeah, so if if you come to loggerheads, uh, and not literally, but let's say. Loggerheads? I don't know what that is. Is that a. Is that like a beer head? Is that a turn of phrase that I, I, I'm not aware of? I don't know. We'll look it up right now. hope it's not something I should have dumped. Let's see. Now this I gotta go. To, now I gotta go to Urban Dictionary and see if we yeah. got ourselves into trouble here. Um, oh, I don't. I don't know what that. Actually, it says it's a reddish brown turtle. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a reddish brown turtle with very. Did, 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 did. Stop! Okay. Stop! Right. Stop! Should have dumped it. Great. No, it's a turtle. <laughs> it is a turtle. But uh, but anyway, uh, okay. When you have a disagreement, uh, do you sit down and talk about it? Really, do you get it solved at some point? Oh yeah, yeah. And who usually wins? No, there's no there's wins. No there's wins. no win. Don't you do this? There's Beautiful. no wins and losses That's in this. That's the correct answer. It's in the uh, in the uh, the great philosopher that is uh, that is I don't know who originally sang the song, but Gordon references. There's no good guys. There's no bad guys. It's just you and me, and we just disagree. Indeed. Dave Mason. Dave Mason. Yeah. The bane of my existence. <laughs> I haven't brought that up for a long time. Yeah, but PK texts me it every day. So <laughs> Does he really? <laughs> so so you understand there is no winner or loser. You just work it through. Exactly. It's just like a PSA right here for all y'all out there. Sometimes you, it's okay to disagree. Don't bury it. Don't okay. think it's not okay to disagree. But then how do you handle Okay, but you're making it sound like there's... There's an issue that my wife and I are disagreeing on right now, and there is not. I admitted that I did something very, I said something very wrong on the air. But why would you say it if you didn't? Because mean it? it was a poor choice of words, and I've done eight hours of consecutive radio, Gordon. And actually, so yeah, I'm going to say something stupid. You meant something completely different than what you said. Okay, what I meant is like when we're on the road, and it's like, who wants okay. to pick? You okay. want to pick or I want to okay. pick? I so understand. when she picks, that's right. the band she goes that's with. That's what you meant. And I actually but, thought it was kind of cool. It's like, hey, this is what my wife wants to hear today. Like, I picked out the music to honor my wife. That's what you meant, but what you said was when I give my wife privileges, music, or when she gets music <laughs> privileges in the car, 
which was very misogynistic and very stupid to say. Yes. Oh, man. It said she called you on it right away. But see, that's what we do. We need correction now and again. Oh, oh that's true. I, I yeah, will give you that. We all do. Yeah. Austin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all do. So, And, I, and, I'm and the just... fact is, like, I didn't even finish the sentence before I said that was a really dumb thing I just did. You were very quick on the draw there. You were. I, I, Lisa's I pet name for me is... Bowler. Bowler. I'm just, I'm the, everything I'm saying right now is just stuff I've learned from my beloved wife, and I still am imperfect at it. I wish I was perfect at it, but we all, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay for us to, to, uh, to, to work our way through these things. And if it sounds like we're tap dancing here, it's because we were waiting for a Utah player that hasn't come through for us. Yes, but that's all right. So because we got more of the big show coming. We don't want to be a distraction to him. Hey, by the way, um, just got some emails back about uh, some exciting news that we will be uh, announcing here throughout the middle of the week. In particular, this show has got things all lined up. So there's some exciting things coming up that we'll be announcing later in the week involving uh, some uh, college football players and the Zone Sports Network. And uh, we're excited about this. We are, no doubt about it. And uh, so stay tuned for more information on that. It'll be, you'll love it. You'll love it. By the way, I just looked up that saying at loggerheads. It says in stubborn dispute or disagreement. Oh, really? So I was absolutely correct. So we'll be back tomorrow. Great. All right. I just wanted to make that clear, just like you had to clear up what you said. That's not the definition I got. (laughs) But well, let's go with yours. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. More next. All right, that wraps it up for us. This was fun, Gordon. Appreciate you letting me hang out here. Scotty, a tip of the cap to you. Thanks for doing double duty today. I appreciate it. And we had a lot of fun, man. We always do. I've always had a good time. We we got ourselves in. Remember, we were done doing a show one time, and we had all we we had a bet going on, and we had all kinds of crap happening. But it was always fun, you know, and that's that's why we do this. Well, the one uh, we've talked about a lot of moments where you and I and other people have gotten in trouble. Um, <laughs> there was one in Austin. You like this? We were giving away jazz tickets, and we were tied. Like, look, we give away and give away and give away, and finally we're like, well, what do we get out of this? And so the contest was, what's in it for us? Mm-hmm. Or we said, like, we'll give you the jazz tickets, but we're going to need something. And apparently there's some FCC rules where you can't essentially do that. Do that. So we weren't able to get the stuff that we wanted to get. Gordon told some of the stuff that was offered on Thursday last week with Bull. Oh, you, you well, guys that, talked that, about well, that was... I need to go back and listen to that Thursday show because you apparently just went through the history there. Well, there was no holding back on Thursday. Something about a stripper, I think. Well, there was you and Graham got flashed, right, for jazz tickets. Yeah, yeah, we did, and so that's happened more than once. Uh, <laughs> weird, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there were yeah, yeah. People were bringing gifts into us for playoff tickets, which uh, is a, a no-no. Well, Graham's about as morally flexible as anybody, <laughs> so I could see I could see him being all about that. And he's just running the one of the biggest radio stations in the country. Like, yeah. You know, anyway, no big deal. 
But we were taking homemade pies from grandma. We were taking uh, promises, you know, ski lift tickets. We were taking all uh, and And then two women walked into the studio. And Don't say it like this. I said, what's what? <laughs> we what, knew Chester was going to come out to the, play. Here he is. Well, my dad was listening to this show, and he never let me forget it. But uh, they came in, and I said, what, what do you guys have for us? <laughs> And Tim Benz was producing that show yeah. as, an, as an intern. And now he's... Where's Benz at? <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like a big shot in Pittsburgh. Uh. He writes a column and he uh, he's uh, like a host of a radio show there. And he, Never had, heard of him. he hadn't been on a date in six months. And I said, you guys might want to turn around and look at him because I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need this. Maybe it would do him some good. <laughs> well, there you go. Just one of the many stories we've shared on the You shared show that today. same story three days ago. I know, but we brought I'm it sorry, up again. I did that's on me too. Hey, radio's not linear. This one is. By the way, Rick Scott told you that like fifteen years ago. And man, you stuck with that. It's true, radio's not linear. That's another guy I don't like very much. Anyway. <laughs> what? What did he do to you? Oh, he hated me. He oh, did? yeah. A personality such as yourself? Oh, yeah. The consultant thought, I, yeah, he tore me up every time I came in. In fact, it, it'd just be like, I'd sat in the meeting like, all right, Rick, tell me what I'm doing bad again. And he's like, well, I got five pages of notes here on how bad you are. Gosh. But look, look, look how, t- uh, how you got it all together now. I'm telling you, I'm going to put on my gravestone, never lost a ratings book to Kevin Graham. That's what I'm going to put on my gravestone. Whoa. It never happened. Well, right. well like, I think you learned a thing or two through the years. No, that's, I when, that's why you're, you're the king around here. Oh, I'm not either. I'm not either. Wow. It got me all salty at the end of the show. All right. That wraps it up for us. <laughs> Big thanks to everyone who joined us. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Uh, Austin Horton's going to be hanging out with Gordon. And then uh, Hands on Wednesday. Uh, PK on Thursday. Bowler on Friday. It's all right here on the Zone Sports Network.